Welcome back to another episode of Too Much Poddar, as I'm your host, Alex Keeler, here returning to break down what happened in the World Series, as the congratulations to the Texas Rangers and their fans for winning their first ever World Series championship, getting the best of the Arizona Diamondbacks in five games, and, you know, just based on that, it really was not that memorable World Series. It's obviously not going to go down as one of the best of all time. It was just not really too exciting overall. I mean, a lot of people were saying before the World Series started, "Yeah, this is not a great World Series. It's not going to get any, not going to get great reviews." And I kind of just scoffed at that. I didn't really. I thought it was great. I thought it was going to be a good World Series. I thought it was going to be back and forth, which by you know, it was, it started out going back and forth, but ultimately just didn't end that way. You know, game one was electric, very electric. Um, obviously with the Rangers coming from behind in that game, you know, getting the tying home run from Corey Seager, who I predicted as the MVP. He won the MVP of the series. We're get, I'm going to dive into a little bit more of his stats overall. But for now, I'm just going to say, yeah, I predicted him to win the MVP because I just knew he has that magic in him in the world's, in the, you know, in October. He's basically Mr. October 2.0. What he did with the Dodgers in 2020 and what he was able to do this year for the Rangers was is just been unbelievable to see. And also, I have to give my props to Johnny, who on the last episode of Preview Pod of the World Series predicted the Rangers were going to win the series in five games. And I kind of was like, really? You think it's going to be that short of a series? But, yeah, it went five. Rangers took care of business in five. Even after that first game, when we thought, you know, that – I thought that was setting the table, like, of what was going to happen the rest of the series. But no, that's not what happened. You know, it's so exciting. I actually, unfortunately, was not able to watch that game live. But, yeah, I um, I just kind of caught a glimpse of it. I, saw, I, was look, I was glancing at the score and watching, trying to watch it here and there. But I wasn't able to watch all of it. And I did, I did, hit, I did see the highlight of the home run, of course. The walk-off from Adolos Garcia. Um, huge, huge, huge home run for him. And then, unfortunately, he missed, ended up missing the rest of the series uh, due to injury in Game 2. But I just, I really expected it to be a back-and-forth series after that first game. Of, you know, just electric moments like that happening. But again, Game 2, Diamondbacks crushed the Rangers 9-1. to and then we got a, cl a close game in game three, three to one. But, you know, the Diamondbacks really just never had anything going in there. They've going in that game, you know, they scored their only run in the eighth inning and then wasn't able, they weren't able to muster anything else besides that. And then, you know, this, the Rangers, that was their first of three straight wins to win the series. Game four, 11 to seven, which. The score doesn't really show the pic the, the full picture of what actually happened because um, the Rangers were dominating the whole game. The six of the Diamondbacks' runs came in the eighth and ninth inning. They scored four in the eighth, two in the ninth. So 
ultimately it was just not really competitive. It was it was going to take a miracle for the Rangers, I mean, for the Diamondbacks to come back. And then it was over. You know, it was over in game in game five when the Diamondbacks just weren't able to hit, make, get any sort of any offense going uh, against Nathan Evaldi going six innings, five. He did walk five, but they weren't able to score any runs. You know, despite him allowing a lot of base runners on base, four, five walks, four hits. So he, they had the base runs for sure, but they just weren't able to muster anything. Just wasn't their time. It was the Rangers' time. They won five nothing in Game Five, and and you know got over the hump, won the first World Series, you know after the heartbreak of two thousand eleven, of course. Uh, and I just I had a feeling it was going to be the Rangers' year this year because of just because of you know the experience with what we talked about with Bruce Brochi, who now this is. Obviously, the third team that he's brought to a World Series, or I mean, not brought to a World Series, won a World Series with, um, and or yeah, at least brought to a World Series because he won. He won, but this is his fourth title that he's won. Uh, but it's his third team that he brought to a World Series, but he won three with the Giants, and now this is his fourth. And he's the only major league manager in history to win at least four World Series titles with different clubs. Um, and get this: the Rangers won all eleven of their away games in this in this postseason. First team in MLB, NBA, NHL history to win eleven road games in a single postseason. And this is a team that lost one hundred two games just two years ago two years ago then they went out and signed those big contracts for Simeon I mean Marcus Simeon and the World Series MVP Corey Seager two years later here they are they won they're on top it also you know took making some moves you know when they signed went out and signed Jacob deGrom in the offseason everybody laughed when he said i wanted to go to the best place i have a, i mean i wanted to go somewhere i have a, a, be, a best the best chance to win a world series everybody laughed everybody said this team's only going to win whatever 70 games 75 maybe 80 that's what everybody said when they when they saw him say that they everybody was reacting on twitter x slash x obviously it was twitter then but now it's x Everybody's reacting and saying blah 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 blah, and then the funny thing is too, obviously unfortunate. Degrom got hurt, like he, you know, he's unfortunately had a lot of injury history, but he got hurt, missed the rest of the season. But he won a World Series. He won a World Series. I mean, obviously he can't take credit for anything because he didn't pitch. So you, but still. I know that Mets fans are crying right now, thinking about what could have been. Because not only did DeGrom win a World Series before the Mets did, I mean, obviously before the Mets did again, because they've won in the past, 
but before the Mets uh, broke the, you know, whatever curse is going on with them, the Mets curse, uh, you know, he won one. And the Mets, the team that signed Verlander and Scherzer before the season, they both end up on the Rangers. They both end up winning a World Series. And Scherzer, too, he got hurt in the World Series and uh, ended up missing the rest of the series. So, and then it hurts as a Yankees fan, too, seeing Aroldis Chapman. Yeah, that fucking guy. That every time he pitched in big moments for the Yankees, especially in the postseason, especially against Jose Otuve, he fucking shit the bed. He shit the bed. That's There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He shit the bed. I don't want the... I have the highlight highlights running in my head of him smiling. Smiling on the mound. I know. I know. You smile in distress. That happens. It's a reaction. But it's just ingrained in my head. Him giving up a home run to Jose Otuve in 2019 and walking it off of the Astros to send them to the World Series in 2019, which I'm glad the Nationals beat them, but I still hate the Astros, and I still hate Aroldis Chapman, and he wins a World Series before the Yankees. He wins a World Series before the Yankees can win another one since 2009. In 14 fucking years, the Yankees haven't been to World Series. All these Yankees fans say, oh yeah, we got the most championship ever. We got 27 rings. You know what I say to that? How many fucking ones have you watched? I'm a Yankees fan. Yes, I know. Blah, 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 blah. Fucking blah. Who gives a fuck about how many World Series we've won in our history? We haven't even been to the World Series in, you know, over half my life. 14 years ago. I'm 25. The last World Series I saw the Yankees in was 14 years ago. So that does nothing to me when you say 27 rings. I don't remember 2000, obviously. I was two years old. I don't remember 99, obviously, either, for the same reason. I, well, not the same reason, because I wasn't – I was one. In 98, I was a couple months old. I was born in August. So, yeah, the only World Series I remember – the Yankees winning was 2009, and I was only 11 years old. So, don't tell me I'm a spoiled Yankees fan for saying, oh, well, we missed the play. Like, I'm sorry, but this team is hasn't been the same team that they've, you know, the same standards they live by in the past. They don't they don't live by those standards anymore. It's not doesn't seem like it's World Series or bust anymore. Hal Steinbrenner doesn't give a fuck about that at all. You know what Hal Steinbrenner gives a fuck about? How much money he makes? How much fucking he charges for chicken buckets? His his great chicken buckets. Yeah. But that's that's all I'm gonna say about the Yankees for now. We're gonna get more into the you know, the off season. It's a huge off season for the Yankees. They have to have to do the right moves. You know, there's been a lot of talk over the last you know, since the World Series ended over the last couple days, about Juan Soto, about a potential trade from the Padres, Yankees. A lot of Yankee fans want him. I would want him. 
I would definitely want to take that. I, well, I'll talk a little bit more about it, you know, as we get into the off season, um, and uh, as the winter meetings approach, which I have some exciting news to announce about too much pod tar. But I'm gonna hold off. I'll wait until we get up to that moment. To the uh, it'll be, you know, be right before the uh, winter meetings when I make this announcement and I and we find out what's going on. But you know, just stay tuned for that for this podcast to you know really trying to grow it here and trying to keep consistent. Um, try to uh, really stay consistent here throughout throughout the. The off season talk about the big moves like Otani obviously is the biggest one where he goes you know so just keep an eye on Soto if he's end up tra- getting traded and yeah but let's move back to the World Series like I said Rangers spent over 800 million dollars to get to where they are and it paid off where's I think anyway speaking of the Yankees and rain uh, speaking of the Yankees um Everybody says, oh, Yankees buy championships. They bought all those championships. Well, if you spend the money, you win. It's fucking proven. It's proven every time. I'm sorry. You see it right here. They spent $800 million to build this team. They win their first World Series. After Two years after they lost 100. Then you see teams like the Rays, like the A's. Moneyball. Moneyball doesn't work. It doesn't help you win the World Series, bro. Sorry, MJ Hurley from Third Down Thursdays, my buddy. My boss, pretty much. Um, he, you know, I'm, he's an A's fan. I'm sorry, Moneyball, it, it helps you get places, you know, it can help you get to the playoffs once in a while. It can help you stick around and be, like, you know, is for the Rays case, you know, the way they do it, they, you know, they don't really go out and spend money on guys, not even their own homegrown guys a lot of the time. And they don't hold on to them. Even if they sign them, they're not going to hold on to them. You know, if they extend them, they might end up going to trade them. Like Wander, now, I didn't even say Wander Franco because he's a fucking asshole and he's shouldn't be playing baseball ever again anywhere in the world. So, yeah, there's that. But... Even if they spend money on a guy, they end up just trading him anyway in a couple years. So the like the Rays, that works to get to the playoffs. But what has it done? It hasn't done shit. It hasn't done shit to win a championship. Isn't the main goal to win a championship? You play to win the fucking game, bro. You play to win the game. That's the end goal. That's the final goal of any team. It may, t- it may take like five, six years to build a team if you're a rebuilding team, like an Orioles team, like we saw this year. They're coming up strong. Their homegrown guys are coming up. They made the playoffs. They got ousted by this Rangers team. They weren't ready yet. They weren't ready for the big stage, but they will be. They will be. Maybe not next year. Maybe, maybe it will be. But it's going to be soon that they're going to come – and do what this Rangers, what we see the Rangers doing. The Orioles, not too long ago, lost over 100 games too. They are on the way. They are on the way, and they're not afraid to spend money. The Rays, on the other hand, they are 
consistently at 900 or they're consistently winning 90 games every year year in and year out they win um, you know around 90 games they're consistently at that level they consistently make the playoffs but it's a big but what do they do they haven't won a world series they made this to the world series Last time was 2020. Dodgers beat them. Corey Seager, MVP in that year, too. Then it's, yeah, I know. it's It was the COVID year. It was the COVID year. And it they haven't been, they haven't gone that deep since. They, they made the World Series in 2008. Lost to the Phillies. So, really, when you say, blah, 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 Yankees buy championships, Yankees buy championships, Yankees buy championships, where is that mantra about the Rangers? Where is that mantra about the Astros? Well, that's another topic because they cheated to get one, too. So, uh, just saying. They also didn't cheat to get one in, you know, last year. But, nevertheless, no one said that about the Nationals. The Nationals... Spent a shit ton of money on those guys. And nobody says a word about that. Nobody says, they bought a championship. They bought a championship. They. You have to spend money to win. You, have, you just have to. It's proven. Year in, year out, it's fucking proven. When it has, you know, a team that doesn't spend money on players to get bring players in, not, you know... When has a team that's done that not had a chance of winning? When is a team that's has like a salary like just give it as I guess I don't know. Oh, okay. I I know who you would say. I know I know what team you would give an example for that didn't spend that much money. The Braves. Alex Anthopoulos somehow finds a way to just underpay these guys, giving them the lowest contracts that they ever could have. If they went somewhere else, they would, you know, they won the World Series, obviously, 2021. They didn't have that high of a payroll. But that's just one example. And they're also a team that doesn't just, I mean, they have superstars. You need superstars to win. They just somehow get away with just getting these superstars for cheap. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how, but somehow they did it. They won the World Series that year. But, again, it, it, just, it just blows my mind that people say all this shit that the Yankees buy championships, but it's proven that every team does. Any team that's won a World Series has, you know, had to spend a pretty good amount of money on, on to keep players there. And not sign somewhere else. Or not trade them. Or whatever the hell you want to talk about. But yeah. Rangers won in five games. Diamondbacks, you know, they didn't put much of a fight up in this World Series. But they showed that they are built to last. They got the pieces there that they can, they get, you know, they get it figured out. They'll be back. Don't worry.
they'll be back. You know, and they beat the Dodgers to get there. And um, so they're built. They're built to get their back there and compete with the Dodgers to win the you know the division next year. So we'll see. I I don't know if they make it back there to the World Series next year again, but they have a shot. Obviously, teams like the Phillies will be there again. The Dodgers, Braves, will all be there. But anyway, yeah. Another thing on Bruce Bochy, just the third manager to win a World Series in both leagues. It was accomplished by Sparky Anderson, who did it with the Reds and the Tigers. And the other one was Tony La Russa, 1989 Athletics, and 2006-2011 Cardinals. Um, but, yeah, like I said, Corey Seager won the MVP of the World Series. And he joins, you know, he becomes just the fourth player to have won multiple World Series MVPs. He joins Mr. October himself, Reggie Jackson, who did it with the... A's in 1973, and then with the Yankees in 1977, which was when Mr. October was born. Um, and then it was Bob Gibson, 1964 and 67, with the Cardinals. And the other one was Sandy Koufax, 63-65, with the Dodgers, of course. Um, and really... Corey Seager is Mr. October, like I said. He's Mr. October 2.0. He's showed it in 2020 with the Dodgers. Showed it again this year. And, you know, Reggie did in both leagues. So did Seager. So he's the second player to do it in both leagues. Uh, but, yeah, going back to the 2020 postseason. Now, he also came into the World Series that year. He already had won the NLCS MVP. Um, he, he hit 400, two home runs, home runs, five RBIs and a 1,256 OPS in the six games against the Rays. And he, in this series with the Rangers, he was the one who tied game one up and, you know, forced extra innings in the ninth inning, uh, and then setting up. Adolis to hit the 11th inning walk-off home run. And he then ended up having two more home runs in the series, game three and four. Um, and also was the first, he came up with the first hit against Zach Gallen in game five, um, breaking through with a single in the seventh inning, scored the first run in the game. And then that was it from there. they That was the only run they needed since they shut them out. Closed it out, hitting 286 with three home runs, six RBIs, and was named the MVP. So, yeah. Rangers, congratulations. You are World Series champions. You have something to build on. Bruce Bochy, future Hall of Famer. First year managing the team. Not only brings them to the playoffs. Not only makes it to the championship series. Not only makes it to the World Series. He wins the World Series. And it's just un-freaking-believable, I'm telling you. I have I just knew, though. Just I, I just had a feeling that this Rangers team, with the guys they had, they, the guys that they built, were going to do something special. 
And I just I knew they were. I predicted them to win. I said in I think I said seven games. I thought it was going to go be an interesting more an interest more of an interesting series, but you know what? Oh well. It's still it's still awesome to see a team winning their first World Series. They had their their uh, part right their parade on Friday. Friday morning, or I guess Friday, pretty much seemed like it was all day. But yeah, congratulations to them. They just that was huge. That was amazing to see them do that, especially like I said after two years, just two years ago, losing over hundred games. Just unreal. Bruce Bochy is just like that. He's like that, you know. And like I said, not even not even just Chapman. Not even just Chapman. I know I'm going to bring up Yankees again. It wasn't just him. It was Nathan Evaldi. Jordan Montgomery. Andrew Heaney. All former Yankees. <laughs> who, you know. Heaney wasn't anything special with the Yankees. Montgomery was pretty good. Pretty freaking good. Sometimes not so good. But most of the time, I think he was pretty consistent with the Yankees. Sad. I mean, I'm glad for him to win a World Series. Unlike Chapman, I'm not. I don't fucking not. I'm not not happy for Chapman at all. Not even just not not even because he was shit for the Yankees. For the most part, well, he started off good, but nevertheless, yeah, it wasn't because of that though. Because you know he's a shithole. Yeah, I don't even have to talk about it. I'll leave that settle there, but you know, just sucks. Evaldi too. He was decent with the Yankees. He wasn't great. He got better after leaving the Yankees, which a lot of the guys have done. But I'll leave that there. I'm not going to talk about that anymore. Congratulations, though. They just they deserve it. Except Chapman. Sorry, not sorry actually, but. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about this right now. Um going to do some more episodes here within the coming weeks. Maybe do a little bit more deep dive into the World Series and the Rangers' path to this first championship and what it meant to the city of, you know, to the to the town, to the city, to the to the fan base. Just what it meant for everybody involved. And then after that, after deep diving into more of the Rangers, then, you know, go into the offseason discussions as we see more, as we get deeper into the offseason, you know, not much stuff happens right away. We might see a couple in the coming, in the coming days, some talk about who like managers that, you know, might see some firings or something like that. And also we're going to be getting the, um, the awards announcements, the award announcements, uh, I think next, no, I think in a couple weeks, we get, I think it's like November 14th through 17th is when they announce the awards, something around there, so I'll go on here again and talk about who won, uh, I think it's pretty self-explanatory, who's the Cy Young in the AL, uh, Garrett Cole, that's one pitcher who's worked out, worked out tremendously for the Yankees, but a lot of the other awards are, are, are also pretty, you know, pretty locked up. 
Shohei for the MVP in the AL, uh, Acuna for MVP in the NL. But yeah, talk about that as that comes. Um, but just for now, uh, please keep staying, uh, keeping tuned to this podcast as we grow. And again, like I said, I'll have an exciting announcement coming soon. A uh, little bit of a rebrand, not not really a rebrand, but you know, moving to moving forward and trying to grow more. So, thank you guys for listening. And as always, I've been your host, Alex Keeler. You can find me on Twitter at alextbpk. Um, and I'll be doing you know content with. I've been doing content with Third Down Thursdays where um, I've been doing Eagles content for them, college football stuff, baseball stuff, and uh, with the offseason coming up, of course, I'm going to be doing some offseason stuff, free agencies, free agent stuff, trades, all, all, all that stuff. Um, and, yeah, and once we get into next season, do more season in-season stuff. So keep it locked. Thank you so much again for listening. And just a reminder, you can never have too much pod tar. Adios, muchachos.